Hi, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer and videographer for Robert Gardner Wellness. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot to Robert and I that you would take the time out of your day to hear what Robert and his guests have to say. May I ask you of a quick favor? If you have gotten any value out of this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, and share the link on social media. Once again, thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the episode. It's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have Shante Peterson uh, with us. Shante, can you introduce yourself? Give us a little bit of information, including where people can contact you. Hey, everyone. This is Shante Peterson of Elements of Health. Um, I am in the Hampton Roads area, um, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, Portsmouth area um, in Virginia. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at EOH Wellness and on Facebook, Shantae LMT. Um, My business is primarily um, continuing education. I have eight classes that I teach advanced techniques. Uh, And I also have a small practice uh, where my focus is deep tissue uh, clients kind of working hand in hand with a couple of chiropractors and um, physical therapists, rehabilitation style work, uh, continuing the work that they do and lymphatic drainage. So post-surgical care is um, my specialty. Nice. It was all really good information. Uh, you and I, Shante, uh, met because you had um, contacted me online to come out to a conference uh, you were holding in the Virginia Beach area. Um, I was really excited to have somebody contact me far in advance so I could, you know, book it on my schedule. And it's always interesting for me to travel to a a new location and see like what's going on in a different region, because I think there's a sort of bodywork culture um, that I see from state to state and region to region, depending on educators, you know, uh, what people are learning, what schools are teaching. Um, when we had a discussion prior to this podcast, you were talking about social media marketing and I think changes in business uh, related to technology. Were there certain questions you had about that or things that you wanted to discuss? Well, in um, trying to grow my practice, I just find it kind of difficult And when I'm in the treatment room, how do I grow the practice? I kind of push back personally. I like hands-on classes. So I push back from doing video uh, style classes. I really want people to be in live with me so I can help with technique and skill and touch and growing their hand style and techniques. Um, So I want to use social media um, more than what I'm using it now, I probably, you know, post something every day on uh, Instagram just in the morning, um, just yeah. part of my little ritual. But is that enough? I feel like I'm connecting with other body workers, but not clientele so, necessarily. You're having a similar issue that I had, which is, are you using social media to get clients or are you using social media to get students? Yeah. I want both. <laughs> yeah. And, so and is it a separate thing that I need to be doing? No. Um, I, I just, ask myself that all the time. Clarify. Yeah, it's just to clarify. So what I did, and this may be different for every practitioner, you know, my advice might not work for everyone, but what I wound up doing was 
I could educate the public at the same time I was educating therapists by doing like self-care videos, uh, showing therapists how to work on themselves, um, teaching them musculoskeletal anatomy. Hey, here's your coracobrachialis. This is what it does. When people have problems with coracobrachialis, here's where it tends to refer pain. Um, I was really hitting both with those because you were demonstrating your prowess as a therapist by teaching other massage therapists. So it was kind of a, a one-two punch that I've continued, and I'm still running the same Facebook page I was running when I was just seeing clients. Um, I'm really you know, doing a multitude of things between classes, clients, retail, all of it together. So what I think you do is just continue to grow organically. And I think clients understand that you're teaching massage therapists as well. I think you can do a bit of both through your channels. The consistency is a good idea, but when we talk about consistency, the other thing is you can take your phone and not even using Instagram as the app. You can just use the video on your phone, record a 58-second video, and do you know 10 of those in a day. And now you've got a video you can list every day for 10 days that you can load into Instagram's platform. So you can not only do that on Facebook, you can sort of schedule stuff. Um, you can schedule in advance, upload it, write a post, schedule those. You have to develop a system to do it. Generally, what I am a huge proponent of is massage therapists who are trying to build or educators who are trying to build using essentially what is digital networking. Mm -hmm. And that's all the little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to, my classes are four hour uh, classes and I primarily go into different clinics and uh, teach novice therapists how to make sure they don't hurt themselves. So that's kind of where I navigate in this particular region, uh, just going into different clinics. But um, traveling, you know, I see myself traveling and doing the same thing in other areas, but growing that reach, you know, am I searching out areas that I want to uh, infiltrate <laughs> and start to follow and like uh, different clinics and spas so they know me and see things that I'm posting? Or is it just, like you said, just organically as I start posting and, con and consistent with my, um, with my, my post in my reach, in my reach, it will continue to grow. My reach will continue to grow. So with therapists who are trying to build a practice, they'll talk about, you know, target market. And you say, well, what's your target market? And they say, I don't know. People who want massage, everybody. The problem is you as a therapist and you as an educator are not going to resonate with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, what I tend to do is you're using social media as a feedback loop. So you put out information, how do they respond to it? You put out information, how do they respond to it? I think what will happen as you continue to put out content is you're going to see your own work differently and you're going to see who responds to it. And typically in business, what you do is you take the low-hanging fruit. It may be difficult to get Massage Envy to call you up on the phone and make a contract with you to come out and do trainings at Massage Envy all over the U.S. It's much easier to reach out low-hanging fruit to the local spa 
that has an Instagram profile. And it's like, look at it this way. You're not just sending them an email. Now you're sending them an Instagram message. Hey, Spy Health, you know, Virginia or whatever the, the name of the facility is. You can actually message these people directly on a platform like Instagram. I don't think that that lacks professionalism. If anything, I think it's just a different route and way of accessing people and information. The other thing is because social media is so complex when you're talking about multiple platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I think you do a little bit of both. And again, what you do is just take the low-hanging fruit. What's going to deliver, hopefully, the, the highest profit with the least amount of effort initially? Okay. Yeah. And in trying to navigate the, um, the boost as well, like what, because it's two different entities, clientele and, um, body worker population, how do you plug, you know, what do you plug in for, um, your, your market, your target when you're boosting? Boosting a post on Facebook? Yes. So when you say what do you plug in, do you mean like what you put in the post? Yeah, what do you when you put something in the post or um, when you have to uh, identify what your target is and who you're targeting, who's going to see this ad? Is it still the same, you think? I, I think it's different. And the complexity with discussing what you're doing specifically is one is you're seeing clients. The other is you're working with therapists and facilities. Mm-hmm. Two totally different markets. I would recommend you test organically first. You test in the analog. And what that means is no paid ads initially. Yes. You just keep making content and see what people respond to. I don't think, in my experience, that spa owners and facilities are the bulk of your market. My guess is if you're just teaching in the Virginia Beach area, that you'll probably do better to try to reach out to independent therapists first. And then allow those therapists to try to chirp to the owner. The owners and bosses are really busy. Um, they're, they're constantly inundated with information. They're probably not on Instagram the way that the individual therapists are. Does it make sense? Yes, yes. But I'm, I'm making assumptions about how people use technology in addition. So it would depend. If you look up somebody's Instagram profile and they're there locally in Virginia and they've got 3,000 posts, well, hey – Maybe they're right. extremely active. You know, if they're doing Instagram lives and Facebook lives and video and they're everywhere, that's a completely different business than an independent therapist who just posts once a week. Make yes. sense? Yeah. Yes. And, and then more so, what you really want to think about is you are networking digitally. The question is, what's the low-hanging fruit and what's the easiest way to get wherever you want to go? If you're just trying to get clients, that's a sort of a different post. So let's say the post was a minute long, it's in the main feed, and in the end of the video, you say, hey, if you were watching this video, you're welcome to come in for a 10% discount, just mention this specific post or whatever. So there's like a little ad in the middle of your video for a client. So a facility couldn't use that, but if you have people who are regularly following you, uh, the other diversity is... I think things get complex and sometimes overwhelming to people is right now, just Instagram. You've got your main feed, you have Instagram stories and you have Instagram live and you got IGTV. 
Yes. And they're yeah. used, and those four are used in very different ways, but it's still all on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I haven't navigated only posting. <laughs> only <laughs> posting. It just seems to be too much. <laughs> yeah. And, and so. that's where, again, people can get overwhelmed. I mm -hmm. think what you do is you start small, you test organically and figure out what you think works. The advantage to running ads of any sort on social media is it's fairly inexpensive compared to having a billboard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To having like a TV. Yeah. Yeah. So you test at a pretty small ad budget. You, you could make a two, three minute video on Facebook, run it as an ad at $5 a day just to see what it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm down, I'm down with that. Um, so th this also like kind of makes me think about marketing in a way, um, as a business owner, uh, using both sides of my brain, <laughs> um, how creative do you get? And, um, you know, is it, uh, you know, worth your time? Is it just, um, you know, informational? Are you educational? Uh, is it just funny, you know, doing funny things, that kind of stuff? And All kind of, yeah. Yeah. I, I think outside of the box. Mm -hmm. All of it and more. So if you run a facility, do you have other therapists working for you? Um, yeah, a couple of contractors that um, come in when I, when I need them. Yes. Okay. The, the contractors that come in, what I would likely do, and this is just me trying to make you know, low-hanging fruit, what's the easiest way? When the contractors come in, you get them to each make a couple of videos that you're going to store on your phone that you can post later. And when you post it through your Instagram, you're going to tag their personal Instagram profiles. And the reason you're doing that is you're trying to show. Yes. Their connection. connection. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you're dealing with Instagram, something like that, if you're doing it regularly, you could easily get to the point where you were posting once a day. Um, it's easy to do additional outreach, but I think it's just about being consistent, giving people information. And I really think if you think of it as playing, uh, don't take it too seriously. You know, mm -hmm. even like a YouTube, which we think of as almost like a library at this point, you're just playing to see what, what people like. Um, the conversation yeah. we're having right now isn't scripted. We're just having an off-the-cuff conversation. People won't necessarily remember what you said. They'll remember how you made them feel. Yes. Yeah. Quick, quick yeah. commercial break. For a limited time, Robert Gardner Wellness is offering a free 30-day trial of his industry-leading subscription service, Reboot Insiders Club. That's right. Your first month is free of charge, and after that, it's only $7 per month to continue your subscription. Don't worry. You can cancel at any time, and if you cancel before the 30 days, you will not be charged. Inside, you'll learn massage and body techniques and how to thrive in business for only $7 per month. You get access to over 350-plus hours of online classes, including table and mat work and business and marketing. Membership to our Facebook group exclusively for subscribers. And additionally, you'll receive occasional bonuses. And in the past, we've given additional NCBTMB approved home study courses with CE credit. So don't wait. 
get your free trial today, head on over to R-G-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot S-T-O-R-E. That's rgwellness.store. Can't wait for you to join our subscription service. So I'm here with Shante Peterson. We're talking about social media marketing in the massage industry, uh, both as an educator, spa owner, facility owner, you know, uh, educator uh, looking for clients, looking for students and like the differences between those. Uh, Shante, can you give them a little more information about you, where they can reach you again? Uh, yes, Shante Peterson. You can find me on Facebook, Shante LMT on Instagram at EOH elements of health wellness. Um, I am here in the Virginia beach, Chesapeake, Portsmouth area, um, teaching some continuing ed classes and small practice for deep tissue, lymphatic drainage, post-surgical care practice. Um, also trying to grow a network of body workers, like-minded body workers that want to grow their skill and um, start doing regular continuing ed group sessions, uh, such as the Body Workers Conference that we held September 23rd, 22nd and 23rd. It was an amazing event, um, but I want to see more of that in our area uh, and just in general. It could be in any area, really, but um, bringing together some uh, educators like Robert um, have been following him and <laughs> asked him a year in advance, like, please, man, I hope that, uh, this small little thing that I'm trying to do, uh, that you would be a part of it. So I'm just grateful to be connected with Robert. I think, uh, long-term when we're dealing with social media, you know, just to bring it back to what you were referencing, how did you find me? Um, I, have took Thai classes um, maybe 10, 12 years ago. And I uh, always love that work and incorporate some Thai on the table a little bit, um, but love uh, your approach. Uh, I did the, uh, the Carpo Sano class. There was a, a group of classes that uh, were online connected with Gail Wood. And I said, oh, I got to have that so I can <laughs> incorporate some more arm work with uh, practitioners that I work on. Yeah. Um, so then I just continued just to follow, uh, all the things that you had going on. And it's a, it's a perfect example. So Gail Wood ran like a little ad. Um, we were putting the carpal tunnel class, I think as a bonus offer within what she was doing. There's a digital network. You connect with me that winds up opening an opportunity for me to come to Virginia beach and teach students locally. Students there are asking for me to come back. It's a classic example of why I think social media works. It's just networking. Yeah. The difference is we have almost a global reach now. You can network with people almost any, anywhere if they've got good internet access. What that creates is exposure and outreach. So if we look at Instagram, that's one thing. I wanted to bring it over to like YouTube when we talk about video production. Long term, I think if you're looking for people, especially if your business is focused on something within a geographic location, YouTube and blog posting is very important because of search engine optimization. You're not going to get as much search engine optimization from Facebook and Instagram. Who owns Facebook and Instagram? The same people. Who owns <laughs> YouTube and Google? The same people. YouTube is using search engine optimization. So if you made 
a video that was like carpal tunnel relief, Virginia beach or whatever area of Virginia you're in, that is more likely to show up as a keyword. If you then put that video that was on YouTube and now you insert that video into your blog and you write a little text and some article with it, people are more likely to find that online. It's not about writing one post. It's about being an ongoing resource and ticker tape of information that people can follow and talk to you about the things you're doing. Because you're interested and it sounds like more medical and even rehab-related work, think about how it looks in terms of social proof if you, Shantae, not only make videos, but you have a doctor come in, a physical therapist come in, a chiropractor come in on video with you, and you guys are discussing the sort of things we're discussing in podcast. You know, you're discussing rehabilitation, shoulder rehab, you know, uh, massage therapists hurting their hands. You know, you're just trying to build a following. And what I see consistently is therapists in particular, they're like, I'm not, I'm not interested in building a following. I need clients. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I don't care if the people in New York, they can't get a session with me. I don't need a following. I need clients. And I'm like, you think people in New York don't travel? You think people mm-hmm. in New York don't have friends, colleagues? You think people in New York won't share your posts and boost your message? Yeah. It's just networking. It's not any different than going to a networking meeting and shaking hands with other business owners and saying, hey, you know, I'm Shantae. This is what I do. And it's mm-hmm. just providing information. What, what they will remember is they might not have back pain now. But two weeks from now, when somebody's yeah. wife complains, they're like, oh, I have Shantae's card. Yes. You want to amplify that exponentially, if possible. The good mm-hmm. thing about social media is this video, this podcast, it's going to keep working while you and I are asleep. Yeah. And it's still going to draw a search engine optimization. So I'm going to take a screenshot from this, um, from the YouTube video, likely. I'm going to put it into my email list. There's 7,000 people on my email list. They're going to have a clickable link to your Instagram, your Facebook page, your website. Maybe Mm -hmm. you only get five solid followers out of it, but it's five followers you didn't have before because you were just digitally networking. Massage therapists consistently, they are not taking advantage of that potential. Yes. Yeah. Um. Now that starts to make me think about branding. I um, had a kind of like a thought process, and it's it's just me and my hands that I am behind my hands that I don't want to boost my name and boost um, boost things. You know, I don't want to boost myself. It's my skill will speak for itself. Um, yeah. But that's kind of you know small thinking uh, in a way that people want to see my logo. They see my logo. They remember that it's me, this elements of health, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I think about branding in a different way uh, now, yeah. um, really since in, in this past 18 months of what planning the conference and stuff, that it really makes a difference that when they see this thing, then they think of you and the classes and how they felt when they went to that program or how whatever they it is. Felt. Yes, how they felt. yes. How they yes. felt, and I, I, I've I've looked at it again and again. I think it has so little to do with logic. It has so mm-hmm. little to do other than okay, I need CE credits. What they want is how did somebody make me feel? Yes, 
And if they develop a positive emotional association with your business, your band, your brand, your product, your service, they'll keep coming back. Yes. So the brand is even more important if it's beyond personal brand. So it sounded to me like you were maybe trying to promote these contractors who work with you, not so much you because you're busy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that it, I mean, it's important that I want people to come into the space because there's so many things that we all can offer. But if even if they come for me, they're OK, here's let me introduce you to this person and this person. They are also really awesome, have these skills, this skill set. So um, I, I really am having like a switch <laughs> that's, that has gone off that I'm really trying to change um, that thinking. Um, and if, if you're trying I just, to build the just keep going back to going back to using both sides of my brain, not just the you know hippie side. In if you're trying learning. to take your clinic and scale it past you, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be advantageous to have a consistent brand, like for the facility. Does it make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, like people were talking to me, and our our trademark for reboot failed. And people were like, oh, you know, like, why don't you just call it the gardener method? And I'm like, ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the reason why is because they, they want to associate it with me. And the problem is it's going to die with me unless mm-hmm. it's a brand. Nike isn't a guy. Reebok mm-hmm. isn't a guy. Adidas isn't a guy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a brand. Yeah. And that brand can scale out and actually mean something. I think that most massage therapists who will poo-poo the idea of a brand, by the way, are exceptionally deft at creating personal brand. So they don't understand why somebody would need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely in agreement with that. Um, so we were also speaking about um, uh, mastering business, <laughs> particularly the, using the book Business Mastery. I also uh, teach. Uh, I'm an instructor at a local school uh, part-time. So teaching out of Business Mastery, there's a lot of things that could be built up in social media marketing and posting and um, building your brand is not really part of that. It's a whole lot of tax forms and all that kind of stuff where we can uh, hire out for that kind of thing. Um, So, you know, for instructors, what is there out there for us to, uh, other than experience and failing, you know, learning by failing all throughout your career (laughs) and teaching these, uh, these novice, these new uh, students what to do and how to, um, you know, resources to go to. For business mastery. There was a conversation in a massage therapist educators forum, and they said, you know, what's the best business book uh, or marketing book um, to use? And my first thought, me being me, and this is why I make people angry, I said, it's in a book. It's already outdated. Mm. Right. <laughs> the technology, is, the ago, technology right. has evolved so fast. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying, and again, it's like, Networking and digital networking are basically the same thing. They just have a different time signature. Um, you know, marketing and like internet marketing, 
the same basic theme, but the internet marketing has grown, has changed, has developed so fast. I don't think educators or schools in particular can keep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. Well, we um, update our curriculum annually, but sometimes, is you know, this class might not have been updated in a couple of years. Um, yeah. So we improvise on, you know, adding some things as we learn, as we go. Um, but want to be able to give, you know, new, uh, you know, entry level practitioners what they need. It's a kind of a difficult, um, I don't know, well, to me it's difficult to try to I'm, navigate that. I'm 42. What does what a 19-year-old therapist in school need? <laughs> for marketing and business advice? They need experience. <laughs> they need to just get out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's what I'll tell students. One, uh, you're at a school, you teach at a school right now, right, Shante? Yes. Okay. So your school or the school that you're working at could, within the realm of technological possibility, you could allow me to live stream into your class and allow students to ask questions. And I can teach them at a distance from my home studio in Round Rock, Texas. Most schools will not allow that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, chaos. We, we can't control this. And yeah. It's like, I have yeah. news for you. If you think you can control the internet, <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work that way anymore. They're not supplementing fast enough to show that 19-year-old how to use social media to build their practices. Here's what I tell students when I go into a school. I'm like, you're in school right now. You need help getting your business started right now. And they're like, but I don't have my license yet. I'm like, I don't care. Every day you're in school, I want you to take out your phone and make an Instagram video and hashtag it appropriately every day. And I want you to document the process and what you're learning in massage school and show people what you're learning. The day you get your license, I want you to send out a message to everyone that says, hey, I'm now seeing clients. I'll give you 10% off your first session with me. I'm just getting started. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks at me like slack jawed, like I'm promoting anarchy. And I am. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is, is, like, schools are afraid to allow students to post that. And I'm like, why aren't they tagging the school in all the posts? The mm-hmm. school is missing out on a huge marketing potential because they're afraid of technological disruption, is how I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, a great um, way to share with the students, um, maybe even including, you know, administrator administrative recruiters you know in those little videos you know um because we have the administrators and recruiters on the the massage tables for the students (laughs) so they can talk up our program and what we're teaching them so that's that's a great way a great idea so you incorporate it in the curriculum you actually Mm -hmm. take out your phone or a camera whatever device you have to record you single out the students and say, hey, your, your job today is to give me two videos. One is to teach somebody a muscle, its origin, insertion, and action. The other is to show me a technique. We're going to take those videos. We'd like them to be three, three to five minutes each. We're going to put those on our YouTube channel. And when we share those, we're going to tag you in the posts. Mm. 
Wow. Yeah, that is awesome. Just a quick commercial break. If you're enjoying this episode and you would like to support Robert Gardner Wellness, head on over to rgwellness.store to see all of the products that we currently have in our marketplace. Uh, as well as earlier mentioned, there was the free, first month free, uh, the ins- Insiders Club, Reboot Insiders Club. There's also workbooks, uh, DVDs digital copies, digital downloads. There's a bunch of different things um, inside of the RG Wellness store. I highly recommend you go on over there and check it out. See if there's something that will help you improve your practice and increase your clients or or knowledge with your students. And uh, once again, that's rgwellness.store. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hey, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm here with Shantae Peterson, uh, having a great time talking about social media marketing. We just recently got into discussing social media marketing and how it affects core curriculum and education in schools. Uh, Shantae, can you give a a little bit more information about yourself and where they can reach you? Hey, hey, Shantae Peterson, um, Elements of Health here in um, Chesapeake, Virginia Beach area, um, Portsmouth. And... um, I also teach at a local school, so uh, that's kind of where we were getting into uh, including uh, updated real-time business information, social marketing, social media marketing information uh, ideas for our students, Um, which, uh, you know, sometimes we have career switchers that are not very savvy in social media uh, yet. So that is, um, your ideas are really, uh, I can like incorporate that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. I, I talk to schools, uh, educators and owners and they're very, I make them very nervous for reasons that sometimes mm-hmm. I don't even understand. But when we talk about you now, we're not having the students do it. We just talked about having you shoot a video, saving the video, posting on the YouTube channel. Let's say when that video goes live, let's say you upload a version of it to Facebook, you upload it to YouTube. Now you've got backlinks to the school, maybe a link to the student's website if they had one. Um, You're able to post that on Facebook. Look at it from an advertising point of view for the school. You're getting every student in school to understand how to use social media. When the video goes live, you're tagging the student in the video on Facebook. Because do you want that student to share the video with all their friends, family, and loved ones who go, whoa, Jessica's in massage school. She made a video. She's on YouTube now. Wow, this is amazing. All of Jessica's friends who are interested in massage see that. It's advertising the school. Mm -hmm. It's advertising the school, and it's free. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yes. So... Uh, I wouldn't say gone are the days like today we had a off campus chair massage event. Um, they don't have to work as hard three hours <laughs> for free, <laughs> a little bit less uh, work. I'm sure they would love that. Yeah. But I love that. I love that idea. So you're at the chair massage event. What you do at some point, if you are free, you can still be educating. Uh, teaching, sharing. I don't know if you're giving them like tips on technique while they're doing this or how far along in the curriculum they are. If you take out your phone and put it on a tripod and make sure that everybody's visible, 
and you have people come up and like, you know, hey, I'm Scott. Um, yeah, I'm having some upper back pain. I'm going to have Julie here work on me. Scott sits down. Julie's delivering the work. Now you've got a Facebook Live. Now you've got a YouTube Live or whatever platform you're on. You're allowing those people to like network. Like people want to see activity. The benefit to the chair massage too is people are clothed. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's like and you don't have to it didn't have to be like an hour. You know, it can be a mm -hmm. shorter video. It can be you holding the camera, interviewing the students. Hey Julie, what are you working on right now? And what mm -hmm. I notice is um, like in my classes, because I video record my classes, if I would take out the camera, everybody gets nervous. <laughs> if I yeah, just set same. up the camera, if I set up the camera and record everything, everybody forgets it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's true. Um, I don't know what it is, but we, we've done that in, uh, when we were using grease pencils in myology and we're, you know, doing videos of, you know, drawing muscles on each other. <laughs> they hate it. Um, so yeah, I love, I love that. Drawing on each other? Yes, that they're drawing on one another. Um, I don't know, exposure. I don't know what it is, but um, we Take, make safeguards for all of that stuff, but they just do not like it. Maybe it's the unknown. Maybe they don't want to fumble over the, you know, pronunciation of the muscles or I don't know what it is, but um, so I think I would cherry much event. rather kick off this podcast and go, I'm Robert. <laughs> 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 I'll say my own name and I laugh. Here's what <laughs> happens. People remember it's that. It's real. They build yeah. Mistakes build brands. And they say, Robert's, wow, Robert's authentic. Robert's real. Robert cursed. Robert, you know, whatever it is, it builds personal brand. The thing is, mm -hmm. you're trying to draw people who want to work with you. Make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and that's where I think social media, and especially video production, is so powerful because people are going to connect with our image. They're going to connect with how we look. They're going to connect with how we speak long after this podcast is launched and out. What happens is if you continually do it in a ticker tape of information, you know, think about uh, taking a student who's John. John's in class. You do a case study with John. You put John on camera and you say, John, give us your name. Where do you live? Where'd you grow up? Why'd you come to massage school? That's a video mm -hmm. now. Boop, it's on yeah. YouTube. But now you make a series of blog posts on the school's website and you show John from the beginning of school to where he's at now. And then you check in with him a year later and figure out where he's at and continue documenting that process. Do you see? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's free. That is mm -hmm. not, that was not a paid ad. And that mm -hmm. is the information that I think on the whole, the massage industry is missing. Now, it's great for me because I'm using it and taking the lion's share <laughs> mm -hmm. because, you know, mm -hmm. I'm pushing as fast as I can. But at the same time, I don't look at it as a situation where, for instance, if, we, if after this uh, today, Shantae, if you go, man, I need a podcast. I don't feel like diminished <laughs> because you're also running your own podcast. I'm like, no, Shantae's yeah. doing what, what we said she needs to do, which is produce more content mm -hmm. and information, build brands to let people know what you're doing as an educator and a therapist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now that's definitely something that I uh, share with the students, that it there's enough people hurting out there that uh, 
each and every one of you will can be successful. Like you don't have to worry with all the franchise spas that are in the area. We have 16 of them, I think. Uh, <laughs> you can still build your build your business and be successful. Don't even think about what they're doing. Uh, think about what you're doing. Large spas have yeah. a brand of sorts, like Massage Envy. I use Massage Envy just because they're the largest. They have a brand of sorts. It's never going to be Shantae. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be the contractors who work with you. They're never, as a corporate entity, they're never going to be able to be as personable as you are. When I make mm-hmm. a Snapchat video and say, listen, guys, if you have any questions for me at all, feel free to snap me. In other words, you can message me, but you can send me a video and go, Robert, my name's Cheryl. I'm having problems with my shoulder. you know. And I go, oh, Cheryl, send a video back. Like mm-hmm. networking. Like yeah. they're not using that technology. Massage Envy can't use that technology in the same way that you can, that the individual therapist watching this podcast mm-hmm. or video can. It's impossible. Yeah. But what people saw with me when I was even more broke, more impoverished, and a few pounds lighter was like, <laughs> wow, Robert might be broke, but he, he cares about me. Yeah. He, he cares about people. I like Robert. And because of that association, it's like, even if it was like a video I made two months ago and it was like, I got a phone call, I got another message, I got an email. Ooh, you, you can't take me and give, give me positive reinforcement, especially financially. Because once I start getting positive reinforcement, I'm like, more, more, more. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. I want to receive that. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think because we are just sta- kind of sticking with the school setting, um, we are kind of heavily recruited by franchise spas. Um, we just had a third uh, franchise come into our area, and uh, now they're you know trying to build partnership. Um, I think it could be used as a stepping stone uh, to build stamina because our program is like about nine months. Um, so perhaps the students are get, can use that to their advantage. Um, they can dip in and out and maybe there's enough students that are coming out of school that they can, can be consistent and be successful. Those franchises are (laughs) not hurting, uh, at all, but, um, using the franchise setting as a stepping stone, um, perhaps as a marketing tool, maybe to learn. I think that's kind of where I kind of navigated the line and, uh, always said I would never, uh, work in that setting, but I wanted to learn what is the model. So I, I worked there, became the lead therapist, and then managed the uh, whole place and learned everything I could about it um, and then stepped away, you know, and then got the contract to teach, to um, build their therapist skill. So that's where I think that maybe the students may not have that kind of confidence. Um, but no, I, I definitely think it's. I don't a, think they should be expected to. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've been doing what I do for 17 years, so it's like, well, of course, I have confidence. But I have to think back to what massage school was like. Mm-hmm. I was learning. I didn't feel confident. Didn't know anything. It has to be built over time. One mm-hmm. of the valuable things that the spas and facilities give therapists is 
they give them a training ground to do the work mm -hmm. and to build their hands-on bodywork skill. Some of the therapists will stay. The spas know that they're going to have a certain turnover rate of therapists who move on to other careers or you know move into private practice. But I really actually laud in ways that massage therapists sometimes don't like. It seems like, I don't know, people have umbrage with me like he likes schools and he doesn't like schools. And I like corporate <laughs> chains and I don't like corporate but It's just a manifestation of the marketplace. People want inexpensive massage. They can go to Massage Envy and get that regularly. Therapists want a place where they can go in and not worry about the business. They just want the clients to come in so they can do the massage. The difference is I don't like when the therapists then complain about mm -hmm. massage and these practices or pay or whatever. It's like, right, you agree, right. you agree to it, leave. And they're like, oh, but that's hard. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Running a business is challenging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think learning that model <laughs> would really show a lot of people um, that it's not easy that you're, when you complain, um, you have to understand the little piece of the puzzle that you are the teeny tiny piece of the 10,000. Okay. Sean, tell you there. I'm back. Am I, am I there? There we go. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. It was just a second, little five minute break. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you're interested in practicing or learning from Robert Gardner in person, Head on over to rgwellness.store. There are a variety of classes listed for the Q4 of 2019. Let's take a look at what we've got. We've got Chicago, Illinois on October 6th. Houston, Texas on October 18th. Christiansburg, Virginia, October 12th. Round Rock, Texas, November 3rd. Yelm, Washington, October 26th. Round Rock, Texas, October 21st. Dallas, Texas, March 29th, and Virginia Beach, Virginia, September 22nd. Check that out. If any of those dates work for you, those are the intro tie classes as well as the Body Workers Conference uh, available to you all through the rgwellness.store. Head on over there and check it out. Thank you. Hey, guys. It's Robert Gardner. Uh, of Robert Gardner Wellness uh, Podcast. I'm here with Shantae Peterson having a great discussion about social media marketing, spas, schools, various elements of digital networking and how to get your message out there. Shantae, can you give them a little bit more information about yourself and where they can reach you? Hey, everyone. Shantae Peterson um, of Elements of Health. You can find me on Facebook, Shantae LMT, uh, or on Instagram at EOH Wellness. Um, I'm super excited to be here with you talking about all these uh, ideas. The main thing I see is like when we talk about uh, corporate chains, we talk about schools. I may have issues with how they run their business, but it's like I run my own business. I also need these facilities to trust me as an educator, provider, you know, uh, source of therapists for classes or whatever. Um, I, I typically in business, I just don't burn bridges. It doesn't mean what I do is for everybody because obviously, mm -hmm. obviously it isn't. But at the same time, it's not me sitting around even complaining about core curriculum. This used to happen. 
I've spent very little time complaining about core curriculum. If anything, I stand up about core curriculum to therapists and say, listen, in Texas, they've only got 500 hours. That's not enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we make the if we make a program a thousand hours, we can cover a lot more, but it's going to double your cost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The uh, school that I teach um, moved from an associate's program, uh, fifteen month program, uh, eleven hundred hours to seven hundred and twenty hour certificate program, and. Um, we fought because they really wanted to bring it down to 500 hours. That's the minimum. That's the requirement. That's what all entry level uh, therapists need. But uh, in order to stand out, we, you know, made pleas for over six months that um, we have to include like breaking the the program down with pulled out uh, deep tissue, pulled out, um, Eastern theory pulled out prenatal sports. So it was just going to be a basic um, Swedish style technique program, which they would not be ready for the industry <laughs> with that. So we had to keep some of those elements in <laughs> unless they were, you know, willing to um, get an approved provider and include some continuing ed classes along with the 500 hour program. Uh, so we fought and we we're at 720 hours. So we are able to keep some elements in there. There's um, debates about how long the core curriculum should be. And it's also different state mm-hmm. to state. It is. Yeah. I wish there was some standard that we could uh, uphold. I mean, it's not just our industry that has state to state differences, but um, it makes a huge difference. We don't have reciprocity. So, and that's a huge thing where, um, that those differences from state to state make a huge difference. Um, when someone is moving or you know, people who move to Virginia from California, they have to go to school again. So they rack up a, another bill of $15,000 for most schools in this area. That's crazy. I, as a CE provider, I feel like I have the greatest degree of freedom and the most autonomy, which was very important to me. And I understood more and more as I delved into the issues, how school owners felt tied in a way because of logistics, uh, regulation fees. You know, I understood how massage envy and corporate franchises felt tied in a sense, uh, financially and otherwise from increasing massage therapist pay. And I'll get flack about that on Facebook groups pretty consistently. But I think there are reasons that it is structured the way it is. And what I decided to do as an educator, because I have so much freedom, is just to completely surpass people's expectations, um, yeah. especially as an educator. It was just like, go com- just go so completely above and beyond. Everybody thinks you're mad, but just go. And yeah. I loved just absolutely, even 17 years in, it's surprising to me. I just love what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I have reinvented myself so many times, uh, <laughs> and in different you know phases of my life. And when I started, I was deep into sports uh, therapy, work with Mister Universe con- contestants and heavy weight lifters and all that kind of stuff. And then 
as I became a mom, I kind of shifted to prenatal and women's wellness and all that kind of stuff. So um, now I think the medical aspect is where I want to stay for a while in teaching and uh, growing, helping to grow um, other body workers skill. I think that's kind of like in my mind, like my give back to the industry yeah. to make sure that we continue to expand the length of people's careers because five to seven years, that's nothing. How can I have made it 20 and people are dropping out like flies? Seven years, yeah, sure. you probably didn't pay that, that student loan back. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of you know, attention to that sort of thing in our industry, but I always ask students, and I think they don't understand exactly what I'm asking when I say this, but they're kind of like asking about the sort of practice they should have or how they should market things. And I say, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And what I want them to do is just say to go follow their bliss. If you're just completely passionate about sports massage, listen, go read every article, follow everybody on Instagram, sports massage related, just completely immerse yourself in sports massage and go. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. what you love, you'll put more time and energy into, and you'll be more, you know, uh, fixated on, adamant about. You'll be yeah. more creative. You know, don't don't make yourself feel like you have to have this cookie cutter, basic Swedish massage practice if that's not what you want. You know, mm -hmm. one is go go do what you love, and then what's a low hanging fruit? What's the easiest way for you to get clients and build a network? And it's like if it's sports. Go to cycling events, go to running events, go to Brazilian jiu-jitsu gyms, do demonstrations, talk about what you do, why you love doing sports massage, make videos on it. Now that you're doing all these things, hopefully you're taking out your phone the entire time and making video of what you're doing because mm -hmm. you're documenting that entire process for later use. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, and that's, some, some, that's something that I have to get better about because I get like just engulfed in the networking part and talking to people. And then I haven't seen my phone in hours and didn't take a picture, didn't connect with anybody um, in the social media, you know, way. And, and more so what I want you to do, and this is not just you, this is also for the audience. Don't think about really doing anything differently. Just take out the phone and record what you're already doing. Mm-hmm. If, if I would have had my choice, and I couldn't do this because we we're not in a financial situation to do this, Trent would have come to the Body Workers Conference and he would have followed me around with a camera. Yeah. And he would have captured all of those conversations and we could have cut that material up in a million different ways to use for later mm -hmm. to promote the Body Workers Conference next time. Yes, yeah. 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 So it's not just doing it once, it's doing it once, recording it and using that content forever. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have no idea where my phone was during the conference. I have zero pictures on my phone. <laughs> but luckily we had a young lady who <laughs> who um we traded her for her time and she she captured pictures and I uh, I actually just got that gallery, so I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, of uh, photos of um, you in action, everybody in action during the conference. Yeah, it's you know, students will ask me sometimes, "What kind of what kind of camera should I use?" I'm like, "Your phone." 
Like, well, yeah. I don't know about who does editing. I'm like, no, this is, trust me, not only is it easy now, it's getting easier. Just yeah, yeah. take out your phone and make crappy videos. And if you keep making crappy <laughs> videos, you can start making good ones. <laughs> <laughs> about, okay. you know, just value. It's about, yeah. it's about heart. It's about showing I'm Shantae. This is what I teach. This is what I present. This is what I love. This is why we're doing this. And people connect with that message. Yeah. Okay. That's the brand. Yeah. I'm with you. I am totally on board with you and that message for sure. Everybody else is not. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like him. He says things we don't like. (laughs) Well, I think it's a, you got to be a realist. You got to be realistic about um, where you are in your practice and where you want to be uh, in your practice. So I'm, I'm definitely at a point where um, the, this transition into whatever it is that the conference has opened up for me, um, I want to try to keep riding that wave and continue to grow and, and build a network of um, body workers that have the same interests. Uh, as me yeah do you have plans for the next conference um not quite there um i mean it was a undertaking that i um i felt like i was ready for but it was a challenge and um definitely needed a team so i'm still uh, paying bills off for that conference but um uh still getting feedback saying, please do another one. Uh, we, you know, people really enjoyed it and, and enjoyed the caliber of educators that um, participated. So I definitely want to do another one, but um, got to have the right team. So if it's not in 2020, 2021 will be amazing and have, you know, the support and sponsorships that uh, we need to make it all happen. So, Shantae, thank you so much for being live with us, discussing social media marketing, the Body Workers Conference. Um, again, just one last time, can you tell people where they can contact you to uh, ask you about the conference or maybe to get a session, some education, classes? Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you, Robert. I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, this has been awesome. Just so excited to be connected with you. Um, you can find me at um, www.elementsofhealthva.com. On Facebook, I'm at Shantae LMT and on Instagram, EOH Wellness. Um, I look forward to connecting with you. I have some 2020 uh, dates for continuing ed classes on the schedule on the website. And I look forward to um, connecting with each one of you. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming uh, live with us on the podcast. I'll contact you in the future. Hopefully, we can do this series of these. If you have any specific ideas, things you want to discuss, let me know. And I really appreciate you reaching out to me about the Body Workers Conference. You have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. You too.